0: Welcome into the For the Throne Dynasty Podcast, starring your defending champion, Cascade Bear, Stirk Daddy, Justin STP6, Andy Pollock, Randy Sanarelli. D Slatkey, The Debut of House Deets, Candle Still Lit, Little Slats. WGL-1035, Prince Palmer-17, Lefty-79, and bucks in 6 Welcome into the For the Throne Dynasty Podcast. We are coming to you live from week four. We're going to review week three and everything that happened in the NFL and in the For the Throne League. Justin, how's it going?
1: I'm doing all right. How are you? Good.
0: Glad to be back and talking some football once again. So today's episode, we, of course, do not have any trades to discuss. Once again, lame. But we do have a lot of information. We have a lot of information on cookies that Justin is going to go ahead and take us right into. Justin, take it away.
1: Well, right off the bat, we sucked this week. Uh, this was the third worst score uh, in the past two years since we've been doing this. Week 8 and 9 were some pretty rough scores last year. We had a total of 332.02. Lamar Jackson definitely did his part, almost 50 points. And our IDPs were all around the 20-point range. They definitely did their parts. Really, honestly, it was the running backs and wide receivers that didn't have any <clears throat> insane totals to start getting our cookie scores a little bit higher but having said that danny got three cookies this week so he gets six dollars worth of fab um cascade randy and myself all with two cookies for four dollars then ryan little Slads, logan and candle all have one cookie to get two dollars of fab we look at the player cookies so far this year quarterbacks one for everybody The only running back that has a second was this week with Saquon. So he's leading all them. Wide receivers, there's like 18 with one. Mark Andrews is the top tight end right now with two cookies compared to Kelsey's one. Kickers, they all have one. Defensive linemen that either have one or 0.5. And then Devin White continues to lead the linebackers with a second cookie, despite not getting one this week because of his great of the first two. So, if we look at the team totals, with these lads, 3 this week, he continues to dominate the cookie totals. 8 total for him. Next closest, outdoor furnishings with 4.5. King Burk Daddy and 200 mil All have 4. Then in a tie for 1, 2, 3, 4, 5th. Get Burrowed Bitches, Team Candles to Lit, Team Prince Palmer seventeen two and Peacock Power all have three. In tenth is Team Little Slads with two. In eleventh is Time to Play the Game with one, and last but, actually least this time, uh, these bitches love Bosa with only a half cookie for Will. So, like I said last week was our highest score in history, four hundred eight point six six. This week was our third lowest score. So we'll see what happens next week, but I'm hoping for some crazy performances to kind of boost that score up.
0: So, yeah, not a great week, but we'll see what happens this week, starting with Bengals and Dolphins tonight in an interesting matchup. Justin, who do you have taken home this victory tonight between the Bengals and the Dolphins?
1: I think this is kind of a letdown spot for the Dolphins after the big wins. Uh, I have the I have the Bengals going with this one, but these both are pretty solid teams. The Bengals just got off to a pretty shitty start.
0: Additionally, Tua has that injury that he's still recovering from, back and ankle. I think. Hmm. So he's not at full health, and they're also I don't know what was I listening to. Was it Pardon My Take or Fantasy Footballers? They're saying that the Dolphins are running on like extremely limited travel because they had to get out of Miami like ASAP to get to Cincinnati. So the amount of training that they're able to do back home has been minimal because of the hurricane.
1: Okay, I am definitely on, not on uh, part of my takes. So it must have been footballers. But, yeah, that makes sense, especially with um, the Tampa Bay-Minnesota game being moved out. Tampa Bay, who were they playing this weekend?
0: Well, they were supposed to play in Minnesota, but I just saw a report a couple hours ago that they're actually going to end up playing it in Tampa. Because I guess Tampa Bay is not going to get hit by this hurricane as hard
1: as I imagined. Oh, okay. So I know you were excited to potentially go to Minnesota on Monday. Yeah, so it sounds like that's not going to even happen anymore.
0: Okay. Okay, so let's take a look at the Week 3 matchups. Let's start first with... My matchup versus Ryan. We had Trampoline Cowboys versus Team Prince Palmer 17. I ended up winning this ba- matchup 155.1 to 152.1, so just a measly three points. I moved to 2-1, and one, and then Ryan also moved to 2-1 and one with his first loss of the season. On my side, we had some key running back performances from first hangnail with 15.2. And then Jelly Nutella with 14.9. At the wideouts, MJF scored 16.2 and Uncle Dave with a a fire 30.9 points. My flexes were both pretty bad. He who must not be named and Master Bateman. At the IDPs, I got 16 out of Oscar, but everything else was pretty average at best. On Prince Palmer's side, he had bet on himself with the star face emoji, 47.4 points. He also had keep chasing waterfalls, I think it is, 15.7. A really bad performance for please out preform form At the wideouts, we had a terrible 2.5 from my firstborn child and 14.4 from my London, London Bridges. He got 13.7 out of Barbecue Pits and then 13.7 from Cheat Code and 13.9 out of Don't Be a poo So not good at all outside of his quarterback. And I guess a couple of his running backs. IDPs, he got 12 out of What May Never Die, and the rest was not good. So again, Prince Palmer, 17, moves to 2-1, and one, and I also move to 2-1. and one. The next matchup was between Time to Play the Game and Team Little Slads. Time to Play the Game won this matchup 157.6 to 137.6, so a 20-point victory for Lefty, who moves to 2-1, and and Little Slads moves to 0-3. On Lefty's side, he got 31.1 out of trouble, 12.6 in the running back spot from Sorry, 22.7 from Perfection, 15.1 15.1 out of Outburst. Also started uh, Zerts and got 10.5. Whoa, that was disgusting. 0.6 from Monopoly, again, proving it is an overrated game. We then got 18.1 out of Snakes and Ladders. 14 out of Go to the Head of the... And I can't see the rest because of the app. 10.5. What was it? Go to Head of the Line? Yeah, I think so. 10.5 out of Food Fight and 10.5 out of Mouse Trap. Uh, little slides aside, he had 15.8. He started that a Baby. 25.3 out of Get Out of the Way. Kamara, uh, no nickname, got him 7.3. 14.3 from T. Higgins. And 13.3 out of Amon Ross St. Brown who got hurt. He also had 1.7 out of Hayden Hurst. Disgusting. 17.7 from Cortland Sutton. In the IDPs, he had 11.5 out of Kevin Byard, and everybody else was kind of average. So, again, Lefty moves to 2-1, and one and Little Slads continues to struggle as he is now 0-3. In the third matchup of the week, we have D. Sladkey versus Candle Still Lit, both without a team name. D. Sladke won this oh. matchup. <laughs> Throw tomatoes at him. D-Slacky won this match at 168.9 to 155.7, so that's 13.2 points. Uh, uh, moving Slacky to 3-0, and Candles still lit to 1-2. On Slacky's side, he had 19 out of Patrick Mahomes, 22.6 out of Saquon Barkley, 14.2 out of Devontae Adams, and 14.4 out of Stephon Diggs, 18.9 out of Travis Kelsey. He got 19 out of Max Crosby and 21 out of Roquan Smith very good idp performances on little slads side, sorry candle still side he got 20.1 out of goat emoji 13.1 out of king rollin and 14.5 out of lone star he also scored 28 points out of eagle five yogurt came back and did not do much hit 15.5 out of the lizard emoji and 12.9 out of doghouse IDPs he got 14 out of all elite space ball. So I guess Trayvon Diggs is all elite. And then <clears throat> devontae Devontae Campbell, aka first team all pro got 13 and a half. So D he moved to three and oh he's the only undefeated team left in our league. And Cascade is now one and two.
1: Oh, Slavke Brothers, only undefeated and winless team in the league.
0: Yes. Insane. Okay, the next matchup was between... Oh God, my app just crashed crap. Next matchup was between Cascade Bear and Andy Pollock, a.k.a. Outdoor Furnishings versus Get Burrowed Bitches. Cascade Bear, Outdoor Furnishings, won this matchup 166 to 134.2, so about a uh, 31.8-point victory. Cascade Bear moves to 2-1 and and Andy to 1-2. On Cascade Bear's side, he had 33.6 out of the Bird Feeder, 14.7 out of Wicker Furnishings, and, disgusting, 1.1 out of Ladder Game Golf Set, who got hurt. 24.7 out of Rage in a Gage, 17.4 out of Horseshoe Pit, 28.9 out of Squirrel Feeder, and 13.9 out of Superstar Flower. Really good, solid performances by, like, all those position players, minus the Ladder Game Golf Set, a.k.a. the Testicle Toss. <clears throat> also, he, in his swan song, is a member of the Cascade Bear clan. Uh, bike Rack scored him four points at the kicker spot. Not good. 11.5 from Gas Grill at the IDPs, and the rest of them were kind of bad. On Andy's side, he she had 29 out of Daddy. She had average to below average performances by both running backs, and I believe DeAndre Swift's going to miss some time. 16.4 out of two girls, one cup. Gross, 4.4 out of Rook, uh, Roy, Rookie of the Year. And then Darren Waller was disappointing again. Leonard Furnett scored her 13, and Tyler Lockett was 16.6. In the IDPs, she got 12 out of Demario Davis. So after this matchup, Cascade Bear is now 2-1, and, and Andy is now 1-2. <clears throat> The next matchup was between Peacock Power and King Burke Daddy. Peacock Power won this matchup 179.9 to 119.3. So that is a 60.6 point victory. Justin got his first victory of the season and Sturk Daddy had his first loss of the season in embarrassing fashion. Justin's quarterback Cod Code, with a disappointing 13.3 points. At the running backs, he had 1.7, terrible, out of Darnell Anderson, and 12.1 out of Jonathan Taylor, who actually missed his first practice. Was it yesterday or today? As a pro, but he is back at practice today. <laughs> what
1: the hell is that? Peacock, peacock call for the first win.
0: <laughs> Rally the troops. <laughs> He yeah, got 23.1 out of Amari Cooper and 24.7 out of Young Buck. Disgusting 2.5 out of he's back, he's not. 22.3 out of Scordale Patterson. 19.2 out of Captain Kirk, who has just been incredible for the Jags. Uh, Jason Sanders with three points, all from extra points. Monster scored 11 points. Javon Holland, no nickname, with 24.5 half. And Jordan Hicks, no nickname, with 14. On Sturk Daddy's side, he had 30.7 from Josh Allen, 13.5 from Christian McCaffrey, and 13.3 out of Austin Eckler. His running backs have all been really disappointing this year McCaffrey, Eckler, and Mixon. Hmm. Wideouts, very bad. Tyree Kill with 5.3, and Brandon Cooks with 4.2. At the tight end, he had Goddard Diggers with 11.6. The flexes were both very average to below average. He then had zero points out of Will Lutz, who missed two field goals but had two extra points. He is now off the roster. And he had Miles Garrett, who got hurt, and I think he's in a car crash or something. Hmm. Scored him two points, and he also had three and a half out of Zedarius Smith, who's also injured and also off his roster. He had 11 and a half also from Gregory Rousseau. So after this matchup, Justin gets his first victory. He's now 1-2, and and Sturk Daddy's now 2-1. Congrats, Justin, on your first win.
1: Thank you.
0: The next matchup, then, was between Randy, 200 m all, and these bitches love Bosa. This was a pretty close matchup. Uh, Randy basically brought out the graveyard shift, as you're going to hear, but still pulled out the victory over Will. 144.3, to 137.7. That is a 5.6-point victory for him. On Randy's side, he had only 9 points out of Russell Wilson, who has been terrible. Uh, he scored less than 20 all three games. 13.6 out of Dalvin Cook and 17.3 out of Nick Chubb. 19.5 out of A.J. Brown. Uh, he started Scotty Miller, who scored him 1.4. And then some dude I've literally never fucking heard of in my life, Tanner Hudson, score him 0, Tight in for the Giants. Didn't get a target. He also started Rashad Penny, who scored him 7.9, and Kareem Hunt, who scored him 9.1. He started Daniel Carlson at the kicker spot, who scored 10. The IDPs, he picked up Richie Grant from the Falcons, who scored him 17.5, good pickup. And then he also had Trey Hendrickson in his IDP flex, who scored him 25. On Will's side, he had 14.5 out of got that dog in him. Uh, Didn't have that dog in him this game. He had 11 out of Antonio Gibson and 14, um, 14. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong one. 20.6 out of James Robinson, 16.4 out of held back by Matt at Canada. Canada. Uh, also with James Robinson, the mythological hero or something. <clears throat> he had 15.2 out of catches anything and 10.8 out of the United States of Iowa. <laughs> My God, I can't believe I just noticed that nickname. (laughs) United State of Iowa, sorry. 18.1 out of Pride of Detroit Lakes. And then he had one out of the nickname Danny, who's now off the roster. (laughs) He got 10 out of Jake Kumaro's cousin, I think it is, for Nick Bosa. Is that actually true?
1: The Bosa's are cousins of the Kumaro's.
0: (laughs) That's weird, I didn't know that. He got one out of shot to the groin. Who's now on the IR? Rest in peace. He also got uh, peace, peace signed bunny ears with six. And then in his swan song as a member of Will's team, Malcolm Rodriguez scored. Um, oh my god, this app. scored seven and a half. And a half. Thank you. So after this oh, match, yes, he will miss. He will be missed. After this matchup, they are both 1-2, and two. so Randy gets his first victory as well and hopes to continue on the success. So that is it for our weekly recap. Let's talk a little bit about trades. Insert cricket noise. Cock noise. How does that make you feel that you're not able to talk about trades?
1: Bumps me out. Um... They are part of what I'm looking forward to for the podcast each week. If yeah. You're taking most of the waivers. It's got to start happening, guys.
0: Let's take a look at those waivers. So this week, at the top, we have Prince Palmer picking up uh, Justice Hill for twenty five dollars and dropping Kendrick Bourne. Lefty picked up Mac Hollins for fifteen bucks, who's been pretty valuable for the Raiders, and he dropped. Camu Gruger Hill, a.k.a. Gruber Hill, for $15. Cascade Bear picked up Young Way Koo for $10 and dropped Brandon McManus. Didn't he have
1: Young Way Koo and then he dropped him and he brought him back?
0: Yeah, let's let's take a look at Young Way Koo's journey thus far.
1: No, Will had him.
0: Added by Lefty, dropped by Lefty. Added by Cascade, dropped by Cascade. Added by Will, dropped by Will. Added from Bucks, dropped from Bucks. Added from Will, dropped from Will. Added by Cascade. So he's been on Will's team twice and Cascades twice. On lefty side mm-hmm. he had Melvin Ingram. He picked up for eight bucks. Uh, he dropped Chandler Jones. He also picked up
1: Man, is just, just as crazy of a ad dropped as Young Way, if not worse. Yeah.
0: Oh, with his history, you mean? Oh, holy mm. crap, there's so many transactions. No. Twenty nineteen. So, Lefty picked up. Three different you had him three times? <laughs> okay. Who's your kicker right now? Because you had Rodrigo, right?
1: Anderson Sanders.
0: Oh, yeah. So, Jalen Petrie going to Lefty for $6, who's dropping Kaiser White. Uh, Bucks and six picks up Brian Hoyer for $4 and drops Joe Flacco. Sterk Daddy picks what? up.
1: Oh, hold on, hold on. Pass attempt leader in the NFL, <laughs> Flacco.
0: So here's his pass attempts. 59, 44, and 52. How did he throw the ball 52 last week and only score three fantasy points?
1: <laughs> this is a um, Josh Rosen stat line right there. Oh, God.
0: Next up, we had Stirk picking up TJ Edwards for nothing and dropping Zadarius Smith. Will picked up Marlon Humphrey and dropped Chase Daniel. I picked up Kylan Granson and dropped OJ. Back. Who? Oh, Marlon Humphrey. Yeah. He missed him too much. But then he got rid of Tyler Johnson, which we're going to talk about. I picked up Kylan Granson and dropped OJ Howard. That was a nice one week experience. Sturk Daddy picked up Graham Gano and dropped Will Lutz. And then Will picked up Johnny Munt and dropped, oh boy, his day one, Tyler Johnson.
1: Do you feel... uh, We'll have a moment of silence for the $22 that Logan spent on OJ Howard. Oh my gosh.
0: Can I get that money back?
1: Thank you for that moment of silence.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Will also just picked up Riley Patterson, who is the kicker for the Jaguars. Something kind of funny in our chat is I said Hoyer's going to torch Green Bay, and there is literally a reaction for every single one. So three people call me a clown, two thought it was a smart comment, two thought it was a shit comment, one did a face palm, one did a shock face, one did a fire face, one did the eyes raising emoji, one was confused by my message, and one called that comment the goat.
1: And if you noticed, Will was six or seven of those reactions. Oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> and then Lefty updated some nicknames. Will updated some nicknames. Mar- uh, Sturk Daddy put Mariota and Tyreek Hill on the block. Do you have any insight of why you think Sturk put Tyreek on the block?
1: I think he's just as anxious as I am to start getting some trades moving. It's been too long, guys.
0: Then Will picked up Nick Bolton, formerly on Randy's team, and also Jalen Thompson, but dropped uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, the Hard Knocks King.
1: And pe- since Paris Campbell finally got a catch this year, um, Ryan picked him up and got rid of Xander Horvath.
0: <laughs> Did he score a touchdown for the third straight week? No. didn't
1: oh. do anything last week. And then Little Slads swapped bears disappointing receivers that won't get the ball because just um Justin Fields doesn't complete passes
0: pringle and then stirk, oh, put, stirk put Isaiah McKenzie on the block that's actually a valuable piece and he put Joe Mixon on the clock which on the block which is another one that got like eight uh re- reacts
1: again i'm pretty sure that's probably will <laughs>
0: And then Will goes ahead and puts Keyshawn Vaughn on the block.
1: <laughs> Did you inquire? Yeah, I'll do. I'll get right on that.
0: So that is it for catching up in our league and some chat and the waivers. All right, Justin, take it away. Preview week four.
1: All right, I just want to do – I know we're only three weeks in, but I'll just, like, look at the standings really fast. Uh, team D. Slatke, top team by King Burk Daddy, followed by Outdoor Furnishings, followed by Team Prince Palmer, followed by Trampoline Cowboys, and Time to Play the Game are all at 2-1. T- and Inside of D key That means the two teams that we thought for sure were going to be the worst two teams this year or um, were going to tank off, D and U are in the playoffs at the moment. See, football's a little wild. Um... All right, so we'll slugger going with. I'll uh, we'll go up from the top. So we have Team Prince Palmer, the four seed, versus these bitches of Bosa, seven or the nine seed. This is supposed to be determined by less than a point. So in this uh, projection, Ryan would beat Will by one fifty six point three to one fifty five point four seven. So for Ryan. Um, he's going to be starting Lamar Jackson against Buffalo, AJ Dillon versus the Packers, uh, Patriots, Chase Edmonds against the Bengals tonight, as well as Jamar Ch- Jamar Chase against the Dolphins tonight. Josh Palmer, his cousin, against the Texans. David and Joku at tight end, Drake London versus Cleveland. <laughs> Juju, don't be a poo-poo. <laughs> Uh, against the Bucks, and he's got Kendricks and Zayvon Collins, projected to be around 10 points for the IDPs. Will. Will, uh, he's got Justin Herbert against the Texans, James Robinson versus the Eagles, Antonio Gibson versus Dallas, Deontay Johnson, who actually is legit being held back by Matt Canada, um, against the Jets. Michael Pittman against the Titans. United State of Iowa. Um against Seahawks. Michael Carter in the flex. Adam Thielen in the flex. Potentially Harrison Butker, but if it's not Harrison Butker, he did just pick up Riley Patterson. Um, and then he has Antoine Winfield as the only guy that's projected to score around ten points for the IDPs. If this held, Ryan would be three and one and Will would be one and three the exact opposite of how we projected those records to be next matchup uh, it is Git Burrow Bitches versus Team Little Slants Git Burrowed Bitches is supposed to win this according to sleeper projections uh, 174 to 163.38 so for Andy she is going to be starting Joe Burrow tonight who has already had a, a shown up to the game and looks ready to go kill someone um DeAndre Swift, see if he plays. Um, I thought he was supposed to miss time, but right now he's still listed in their lineup and is questionable against Seahawks. Uh, Jamal Williams, no, wrong, Jamal, wrong Williams. Uh, Javate Williams uh, against the Raiders. Up against the Niners. Jefferson against the Saints. Darren Waller versus the Broncos. Leonard Fournette against Kansas City and Tyler Lockett versus Detroit. None of our IDPs are projected to get around 10. Then we have Team Little Slads, who's going to be starting Tom Brady against Kansas City, Derrick Henry against the Colts, Dylan Camara against the Vikings, Higgins uh, tonight, Cortland Sutton against the Raiders, Dawson Knox versus the Ravens, and Allen, hopefully, versus the Texans, Kurt Wilson versus Pittsburgh, and then he has Kevin Byard projected to get over 10, and Christian Kirksey to get close to 10. That held, Little Slads could move to 0-4, and Andy would be 2-2. and 2. Yikes. Going to the third matchup, we have the Team D Sladkey at 179.67 projected points, versus Cascade Bear at 174.56 projected points, so about five-point difference. Uh, for Danny, he's got Pat Mahomes. Sorry, nope trick Holmes. uh against the Buccaneers Saquon against the Bears Damian Harris against the Packers uh, then he's got Devonta Adams versus the Broncos Stephon Diggs against the Ravens Chris Kelsey versus the Buccaneers Mike Williams against the Texans James Conner is questionable against the Panthers At two IDPs are projected to get over 10 the two cookie winners in this past week, Max Crosby and Roquan Smith. For Cascade, we'll have Jalen Hurts against the Jaguars. There's Jamal Williams against the Seahawks. David Montgomery, if he's playing, it's heavy 50-50 right now against the Giants. Um, Russell Gage, Rage and the Gage is a phenomenal nickname. Um, against the Chiefs, uh, DK Metcalf against the Lions. Mark Andrews is Buffalo. Debo Samuel against the Rams, and Aaron Jones versus New England. Minka Parsons is projected to get 15 points as an IDP. That's Damn. insane. Um, and then Minka Fitzpatrick is also supposed to be over 10. This held, uh, Key would be 4-0 one, and undisputedly the top seed, and Cascade Bear would move back to 2-2. Two and two. We go to the fourth matchup. We have time to play the game versus Candle Still Lit. Um, in this matchup, Candle Still Lit is projected to beat Lefty by about a little over eleven points. Uh, if that were the case, both teams would then move to two and two. Lefty. Um, he'll be starting Trevor Lawrence against Philly, Miles Sanders versus Jacksonville, Jeff Wilson versus the Rams. CD Lamb against the Commanders. Jalen Waddell tonight. Ertz or Zach Ertz against the Panthers. The newly acquired Mac Howlands against the Broncos. Damian Pierce versus the Chargers. And then he has two guys that are within a point of getting to 10 projections. Um, so Buda Baker and Logan Wilson as IDPs. Four candles still lit. He's going to be starting Aaron Rodgers against the Patriots uh naji harris versus the jets he pollard against the commanders brandon Ayuk against the rams keith brown against the panthers kittle against the rams deke against the commanders when well, he's got both cowboys running backs in the lineup and then alan lazard versus new england four candle has two defenders projected to get over 10 and Devondre Campbell, and Devin White's projected to get over 12. Wow. If that held, both teams, like I said, would be 2-2. Two and Next two. matchup, we have the Trampoline Cowboys, or Bucks and Six, projected to lose by almost 26 points to King Burk Daddy. Um, four Trampoline Cowboys. Brian Hoyer against the Packers. Interesting. Um, Brees Hall against the Steelers. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire against the Buccaneers. I don't know if you saw, there's a stat last week. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had seven carries for zero yards, but he scored a touchdown.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and he was still, like, really good in the pass
1: game. Mm. McLaurin against the Cowboys. Von Devontae Smith against the Jaguars. Friar Muth versus the Jets. Jerry Judy versus the Raiders shot bateman versus the bills We've got three defenders that are projected to be around 10 or above in alonzo highsmith gordon brooks and kookamaka kid um derwin james then for Stark, he's going to have josh allen against the ravens joe mixon versus the dolphins tonight austin eckler against the texans tyree kill versus the Bengals tonight and then cooks versus the chargers Dallas Goddard versus Jacksonville. Christian McCaffrey against the Cardinals. Greg Dortch against the Panthers. That guy has been coming out of nowhere. Yep. Um, and then for him, he's got one defender close to 10 in TJ Edwards, newly acquired. if that held, both teams would once again be 2-2. Two and two. And the final matchup of the week is my matchup that I'm currently projected to beat Randy by by point two two points. 160.7 to 160.48 that held I'd be 2 and 2 and Randy would move to 1 and 3 Wow. Um, myself I'm gonna have Kyler against the Panthers uh, then Taylor against the Titans Corderell versus the Browns, Amari Cooper versus the Falcons Solave versus the Vikings, Logan Thomas versus the Cowboys Noah Brown versus the Commanders and Christian Kirk versus the Eagles. I have one defender that's supposed to get close to 10, and Jordan Hicks. Or Andy, he's got Russell Wilson, who's always been projected to get over 20, hasn't done it yet this year, against the Raiders. Dalvin Cook versus the Saints, Nick Chubb against the Falcons, Jay Brown versus Jacksonville, Mike Evans, welcome back from your dumbass suspension, uh, versus the Chiefs, Dalton Schultz uh, against the Commanders. Rashad, Many, Rashad, Many, Rashad Penny versus the Lions. Uh, Kareem Hunt versus the Falcons. He has nobody that is projected to get close to 10 as an IDP, despite having a couple that had cookies last week. If that held, I'd move to 2-2, two and two, and Randy would move to 1-3, and three, but that is so close that we'll, those projections will probably change seven times by Sunday. That is the preview for this week four. I hope uh, we have a higher scoring week and a little bit better football this weekend um, compared to what last week had in store for us.
0: What Sunday game would you say you're looking forward to most
1: this week? It's going to be crazy, but the Jaguars-Eagles game. (laughs) Like Those are pretty high-powered offenses, and the Eagles defense has been pretty solid too, as well as both teams' defenses. We'll see if the Jaguars are the team to beat in the AFC South early. Yeah, I was. Well, gonna,
0: I was gonna say Chiefs Bucks. That's kind of a kind of a cop out. Uh, I feel like Broncos Raiders could be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's I, there's a lot of them. I feel like could be. I mean, like Lions Seahawks. That could be a that could be an interesting matchup. See who's gonna get their second win and go to 500.
1: You, Buffalo Buffalo, and uh, Baltimore could be a shootout, too. Oh, yes. I forgot about that matchup.
0: What do you think the spread is? Who do you think's is favored, Lions or Seahawks?
1: Enzar. Who? Enzar favorite. I'm assuming. Yeah, by four. They should be. Lions should have had that win last week, too, and let it slip away from them.
0: Well, that's all we got for this episode of the For the Throne Dynasty podcast. Thank you to everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed this week's newsletter, and we'll catch back up to you next week. Goodbye.